Support for this episode comes from the Bucket List Bootcamp. The Bucket List Bootcamp is an online bootcamp focused on one thing, giving you the actionable steps to change your life and follow your dreams in 2017. To get your ticket before they run out, head over to passionblueprint.com slash bucket list bootcamp. This is part five of our five part series on procrastination. Pay attention because you are now listening to Tiny Leaps, Big Changes. Today's featured song comes from Float in Your Boat. It's called Spirit of Things, and I chose it for the beautiful vocals, epic drop, amazing vocal chops, and just an overall fantastic rhythmic balance. Basically, it's just a good song worth listening to. To find this song and the other songs used in this show, head back to my YouTube channel where I've got a playlist going of all of it youtube.com slash greg clunas and while you're there be sure to subscribe and check out the other videos welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and in this episode, we're going to continue our series on procrastination. In our last episode, we talked about fear. We talked about the role fear plays in our procrastination. And in today's episode, we're going to wrap it all up by giving you an activity you can do to start beating procrastination. Ready? Let's jump in. Quote, as with all our exercises, grab a notebook and a pen or open up your Word document. Set aside about 20 minutes or so to do this. We'll be doing a fair bit of writing for this exercise. Think of your mind as containing thousands of layers of information. At the bottom of this lies your subconscious. Every day, more layers get piled on as you face new contexts. In order to get down to your subconscious, we need to clear off the layers and get down to the depths of the mind. Ready? Here we go. Step one, start off by identifying something you are procrastinating on, even though you want to work on it. This should be an area where you have displayed a continuous pattern of putting it off. For illustration purposes, I'll take the example of exercising to keep fit. Step two, ask yourself, why am I putting this off? Now write down everything that comes up. You may have one answer, two answers, or even five different answers. It doesn't really matter. Even if your mind responds with, I don't know, write that in anyway. Then ask the same question again. Chances are you're going to get a different answer this time. Just keep on writing until nothing else comes up. For a reference, this process might take anywhere from five minutes to even over 30. And if there's a lot of stuff, just write it all down. Everything you write in step two are your first level answers. Now, here's a list of some possible first level answers. 
I don't want to exercise. I'm too lazy. I have no discipline. Exercising is boring. The gym is too far away. I'm not really sure. I hate exercising. I I just don't have enough time. Step three, pick out hotspot answers to probe deeper. Now, if you remember in part two, I shared laziness and lack of discipline are rarely ever the real issues. Approaches involving discipline and time management are the ointments and creams to mosquito bites. They usually patch up the symptoms without dealing with the root of the issue. Thus, ignore answers like, I'm too lazy, I have no discipline, I don't have enough time. Chances are, probing in these areas will get you nowhere. Now, from the remaining answers that you have, pick out the hotspot answers for probing. Hotspot answers are answers that are more than meets the eye. When probed, they explode to reveal the other layers underneath. Hotspot answers are usually tied to feelings, desire, fear, feeling of discomfort, etc. Examples are, I don't feel like doing it. I'm scared. I feel tired or I hate doing this. Or they can be tied to one's ability. Examples are, I don't know how to. It takes so much time and effort. There's so much to do. In the exercise example, some hotspot answers are, I don't want to exercise. I hate exercising. Step four, probe into the hotspot answers from number three. Dig into the answers to uncover what lies beneath. There are many ways to do this depending on the original answer. The simplest way is to question why that's the case or why it matters. Below are some examples of how to dig into hotspot answers. Now, if your answer was, I don't want to, ask yourself, why don't I want to? If your answer was, I hate exercising, ask yourself, why do I hate exercising? If your answer was, I don't know how to do this, ask yourself, so what if I don't know how to do this? What does it mean to me if I don't know how to do this? Why is this stopping me from doing the task? End quote. When we come back, we'll jump into step five and six of this process, and I'll wrap up this series with my personal thoughts on how to beat procrastination. Stay tuned. Support for this episode comes from the Bucket List Bootcamp. Do you want to know the number one reason why you aren't going after your dreams right now? The truth is, it's probably because of fear. Fear of rejection, fear of failure, fear of confronting your own abilities. So wouldn't it be great if you could get over that fear and start moving your life forward? Well, that's what the Bucket List Bootcamp will do for you. The Bucket List Bootcamp is the web-based bootcamp to help you change your life and follow your dreams in 2017. Featuring speakers like Eileen Shu, Grammy-nominated musician Peter Himmelman, social media strategist Rachel Peterson, and the list just keeps going on. With speakers like this, you'll get all the knowledge you need to get going and make 2017 the best year of your life. Head over to passionblueprint.com slash bucket list bootcamp to get your ticket today. But act fast because they will sell out. 
That's passionblueprint.com slash bucket list bootcamp. Sign up today before they sell out. Okay, let's jump back into this list. Quote, step five, keep repeating number four until you reach an aha moment that cracks the whole issue wide open. Keep probing and probing until you get the aha moment. Some people will ask, how do I know if I've reached an aha moment or not? And the short answer is this, you'll know when it comes. There will be an inner sense of resonance when you arrive at the answer because then everything suddenly clicks and it makes complete sense. You finally realize why you've been trying to avoid the activity all this while, not because of laziness, but because of something else. The more connected you are with your higher self, the more effective this exercise is. If you often take time to self-reflect and have a high level of self-awareness, this exercise will be relatively easy. And chances are, the answers will affirm what you already know about yourself. On the other hand, if you frequently repress your thoughts or feelings and have a low level of self-awareness, this exercise might take a longer time. More often than not, you'll end up in a block during your questioning where the same answers keep surfacing. This may also happen for highly self-aware people when probing into a new territory. Some of my clients experience this when we dig into a deeply set pattern in their life where the only answer that comes up is, I don't know, or I'm really not sure. When that happens, don't give up. Just because you don't reach an aha the first round doesn't mean you're not going to get the answer. Every time you try to communicate with your subconsciousness, you're building a stronger connection. As long as you keep pressing on, whether it's by trying the exercise at a different time, the answer will eventually surface. Now, other things you can try are ask the question with stronger intention to find the answer. Use different angles to ask your questions. For example, if you reach a dead end, backtrack to the previous answer, then ask a different question or ask the same question in a different way. A question like, why am I not doing this task can also be phrased as what is making me avoid this task or what is it about this task that's making me avoid it or why am I not working? Using this exercise, many unintuitive, unexpected revelations can be uncovered. For example, Someone who procrastinates losing weight might be because he or she hates himself or herself and wants to remain unattractive so no one will like him or her. Someone who procrastinates getting close to his or her parents, it might be because he or she is afraid of being alone when they pass away one day. Someone who procrastinates finding a partner, it might be because they have a low self-worth and they're afraid of putting themselves out there. Someone who procrastinates rehearsing for a performance, it might be because they are afraid that they're incapable and they want to use the excuse of last minute work to explain away deficiencies in their performance. Someone who procrastinates going to work, it might be because they've lost the passion for their job. While some of these underlying beliefs may seem crazy to your conscious mind, they're very real and common underpinnings to why people procrastinate. If you're wondering why they are so counterintuitive, it's because they're usually based on misconceived beliefs formed when we're younger. 
Since your discerning abilities lower at a younger age, you form many beliefs based just from what you hear or observe around you. Over the years, these beliefs become embedded into your subconsciousness and subsequently guide your actions. And finally, step six, create an action plan to resolve the root issue. Now that you've uncovered the root issue, it's time to create your action plan to address that. Realization of the issue is usually enough to trigger one into action. That's because it becomes immediately apparent how procrastination is the wrong solution to move forward. For example, if you've lost the passion for your job, your immediate move should be to identify a work you're passionate about and start pursuing that. Procrastinating your current work only prolongs the issue. It's not going to help you in any way. Another example is procrastinating on finding a partner because of self-worth. The logical step forward should be to build your self-worth, not to avoid relationships your whole life. End quote. Okay, again, that was part five of the article, How to Stop Procrastination by Celestine Chua. You can find the full article on personalexcellence.co. Highly recommend you read it. Uh, I just want to wrap all of this up. So over the past five episodes, we've explored procrastination. We've explored the root causes of fear and lack of desire. And we've gone through an activity now to identify what our personal fears might be. But I want to make sure that this is clear. This is not an easy thing to do. The majority of the world procrastinates. We all do it. And in many ways, we've been trained to do it. You know, going through school for however many years, we've all learned to sort of have to do these things that we don't necessarily want to and we don't necessarily understand why. And we've built systems for ourselves around procrastinating until the last minute and then getting it done. And and I know some of you might be the type that are able to do it immediately, and that's great. I've never been that person. And so this is not an easy thing to tackle. I've not beat my procrastination, but I am in the process of it. And for me, these last few episodes, this article has really helped to open my eyes around what that root cause might be. And as that last step says... Once you know the root cause, you can take action. You can make decisions. And ultimately, isn't that what all personal development comes down to? If we know what we want, if we're aware, if we're conscious, we can make decisions. And if we can make decisions, then we can slowly but surely change our behavior. That's really what we're trying to get to, whether it's in our fitness, our money, our relationships, Whatever it is, we just want to get to the point where we're conscious of what's going on, conscious of what the problems are, and able to start making small decisions every day that change our behavior over time. That's how we change our lives. And so what I want you to take away from this episode and the last four episodes is that you're not going to magically beat procrastination tomorrow. And I don't think this is what she's arguing either. But by going through this activity and understanding the underlying root cause of your procrastination, what it is that you're afraid of or why you suddenly lack desire for the thing that you're doing, by going through and understanding that, now you can sit down with a piece of paper and create a plan. You can make a decision 
and then you can embrace the tiny leaps philosophy to change your actions day to day, change your scenario day to day so that procrastination eventually stops being a factor. So with all of that said, I want to thank you for listening to episode 154. I want to thank you for listening to the last five episodes. If you're one of the people who've listened to all 154, well, you are incredible and I cannot thank you enough. Um, If you've enjoyed this series, I would love to hear from you because I'm considering doing more like this where I share articles that I personally love and share my thoughts on them. But I won't do it if I don't hear from you. So if you're in the Facebook group, I want you to post in the group that you enjoyed uh, these episodes. If you aren't in the group and for some reason can't join the group, then I want you to reach out to me on Twitter or on Snapchat or wherever you have me added to let me know that you enjoyed these episodes. And if you do, then it'll be something that I plan to uh, incorporate into my content strategy moving forward. Uh, if you don't like them, then that's totally fine and I, I won't do them again. Um, so with all of that said, thank you again for listening. I hope that this has helped you as much as it helps me. I highly, highly recommend that you read through the article yourself Uh, head over to personalexcellence.co and find it. It is the how to stop procrastination. If Celestine Chua is listening or if anyone knows her, I would absolutely love to chat with her. Uh, This has been such a helpful article for me and I hope that she doesn't mind my sharing it here because I didn't exactly ask for permission. Um, So with all of that said, this has been episode 154. Today's featured song was Spirit of Things by Float in Your Boat. I know it's a funny name, but it's a great song. I encourage you to check out the full song and more music by going to youtube.com slash Greg Clunas. Until the next episode, I have been Greg Clunas. And remember, all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day, every day. Ourselves, in the spirit of things, we lose ourselves.